Feel it coming in the air Yeah And the screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk We are live, it is a Monday morning Monday, Monday Monday morning, not as bad as it normally am. I am tired, but it's not from the weekend. I'm tired from last week. I just had so much to do. Got Demery Lachey in the studio. Yeah, the weekend didn't get me tired, man. No, no, it, it was it was from all last week. I just had so much to do. I was I was everywhere, and I was doing it for. I think I went on a little rant last week, and I was everything I was doing. I was doing for somebody else, mm-hmm. although they're not bad people. It just did. I like my time. As I get older, I like my time. I should say that. And plus, I got things to do. Uh, but it ended up being a great networking weekend. A lot of things got done. Uh, you was at one of those spots. Uh, yeah. So it was a great networking re- weekend. Um, and I always have fun when I get there. It's just that my time is being taken up. But I am tired. There was some football being played um, Sunday. We didn't get to talk about the New York Giants and Washington game where the Giants blew them out 45-14, which was a crazy game. And I think I picked the Giants because I said uh, – and you pick <laughs> no. Yes, I we both guy. we both went down on that one. Buddy. I don't think so. I think I said um, <laughs> I said that defense. You did give them a chance. You you did shout them out a lot. Yeah. You did give them praise. Okay, I you gave them a lot of praise, but you. I, I know. You I went know. with your gut. Oh, you know what? I went with. I did. Did I say Washington? Yeah, but I, you was like it's going to be a good game and look out for the Giants. You did. You gave the them defense. a lot of praise yeah. before the game. Dang. So I might have lost just one game this week, maybe two. Um, <clears throat> a lot of football going on for forty-five. 14, the Giants beat. And it was such a crazy game because of, of Kirk Cousin, the, the game he had prior to that one. But he came under different circumstances. He came in after the quarterback, RG3, got hurt, and he was played well. And everyone thought he would be a great fit. I, well, I still think he'd be a great fit for the team. It's just the, the head coach, Gruden, he's in a situation where, man, you're supposed to be this quarterback guru. He was a quarterback in the uh, Arena Football League. You're supposed to be this quarter, quarterback-minded set guy, and you're having a quarterback problem right now. Not a controversy, but just a problem that you're coming into a situation where you have a good defense. And this is where I gave the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants. I said defensively, both of these teams are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Offensively, we have to see what happened. Uh, so that took place. Um, highest fantasy points. This week goes to Eli Manning. He had 45 points. Let me see. I think, you know, not 45 points. Eli had about, man, I want to say he had about 33, 35 fantasy points as a quarterback. I should say the highest as a quarterback because we do know what Darren Sproles did last week in that game. And we'll get to the Philadelphia Eagles and San Francisco 49ers game. I don't know if I'm sold on either of the two, but we'll get to that as we move on. Your weekend, Demery. Yeah, my weekend, well, you know, it started off um, at the event, I should say that Thursday night at the Tops Golf event. That was incredible. I talked about it a little bit on Friday, but, you know, I had a great, great time, great deal. Met a lot of people out there at, that Thursday night. Uh, Friday was my dad's birthday, so I spent the time with the fam a lot that Friday evening. Saturday is just a big 
chill days, uh, just wrapping up ideas, talking to, you know, a lot of other people, networking and just getting my own stuff together and trying to figure the, the, the next plan out, you know, schedule, started new work, other places. So fitting out the whole schedule, just a lot of business, didn't really go out, just just a chill weekend. There was a lot of birthdays in the month of September. I mean, it's it the, the best month stuff. ever. No, no, I don't think so, but people uh, I know, <laughs> maybe I know a lot of people who were just born in September, but there's a lot of birthdays this week that I had to be, you know, probably send texts or say happy birthday mm-hmm. or do whatever or or just knew of it. Alex had a birthday, I think, in September. His might have been the 21st or something like that. Wow. And yours was later. Mine was the 20th. If his oh, no, no. Then his was the 20, dang, 7th or 28th. I think his just passed maybe a day or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's great to have options. Like you say, you had a lot of options uh, in the networking event. Uh, and that's always good to have. Let's start with this. Uh, and we got a Monday night game, which is the uh, New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs. First of all, let's go to my fantasy. How did your fantasy team do? Man, I'm kind of disappointed. Because one, I started well, you Kirk gotta, Cousins. You got to blame yourself. Go ahead. I'm not going to blame myself. I'm blame <laughs> Kirk Cousins in that playbook of Washington. I don't know where in the world. Or I'm going to blame Kirk Cousins. He, he's not a forward interception throwing quarterback. No, He'll probably not. never do that ever again in his career, but you never know. But... Um, I started him. He gave me nine points. He started off pretty well, and then I don't know. He just got interception. Happy, I'm happy. I started uh, Asiata, the running back in Minnesota. Um, scored three touchdowns for him. Gave me twenty nine points. Uh, Donnell, the tight end for the Giants, gave me twenty seven points. I picked him up last second, Man, like last my minute. Tight ends are not doing anything. Had Randall, he's out. Um, Go ahead and finish. Let me. Yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, it was some good. I finally got a praise from Eddie Lacy. He finally touched the touchdown. He know what that looks like. The end zone, Eddie yeah. Lacy. But I was let. I was let down. I got one more. I'm down by ten, and I got one guy left. The kicker. He has to give me eleven points tonight. Gakowski. So. New England getting that red zone against a tough Kansas City and Kansas City. You got the New England kicker? Yeah. So do I. So I hope he gives me 11. Uh, I got a negative five by the Panthers defense because Baltimore lit that team up. Carolina Panthers. They predicated on defense. Exactly. So I'm down by 10 right now with one player to go. The other guy's finished. Oh, so you can shoot. If you get, if you get three field goals tonight, you might get 11 points. Yeah. Three field goals and probably about three extra points. Is that 11 points in the fantasy? Because I don't – I got into fantasy because of the um, – I don't know how to kick and score goals. Like, that's so – how do you – I don't know how to score goals. Do you get three NBC. every field goal or one every extra point? I don't know how that goes. Yeah, I, I would be – I got to pay more attention to it because right now it's down to that for me and Team Duke. I don't know who that guy is. NBC Sports uh, 1060 got me into – Rocky Minuch got me into this uh, thing. I, I tried to ignore their texts and calls because I knew they wanted me to get into fantasy, and I know I wouldn't put that time in it. But now I'm, now I'm watching this nonsense <laughs> <laughs> like it's a real game. Uh, but I, I am a great GM. Now I'm two and I'm two and one. I am a great GM. I'm two and um, I got ninety three point three points right now. My opponent has fifty four. There's no way he's catching. Well, there's no way he's catching up. Does he have any players that still? He does, but I, I go, I started, I took out Cam Newton since he let me down. Cam Newton would because the first game he was day-to-day. He was game-time decision, I should say, that first game of the season. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have time to switch him. I should have just made an executive decision and just put the Ryan Tannehill, who had a great game against New England. They won that game. So this week, last weekend, I started Ryan Tannehill. They won in Oakland. I thought they were going out to Oakland. They was in London. Remember we talked about oh, that? the game was in London? 
I, yeah, thought, I thought the next week was in. Okay. Yeah, but, but I yeah. figured, though, with all that quarterback <coughs> talk and the, the dumb coach they have in uh, Philbin, I figured Ryan would come out and play well. He did. And they threw a late interception, which was silly. I started Steven Jackson <laughs> at Minnesota. Minnesota blast them. They lost to Minnesota 28. This is a team I don't understand. This is a team that was 13-3 and three one year, probably three years ago. Mm-hmm. And they just got worse. I understand mm-hmm. through free agency, but you get pretty much the same team. They just got worse. Steven Jackson, I think the most he got me was six points in any game. Well, I, well, I benched him last week, and he got 11, so maybe he's <laughs> he don't deserve to be on my team. Maybe I can trade him for somebody. Chris Ivory got me 10 points. Randall Cobb. 23.3 points. Vincent Jackson finally yeah, showed Cobb finally got the ball, huh? Speaking of Randall Cobb, speaking of Randall Cobb <laughs> indirectly, Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers, well, Jordy Nelson is the most targeted out of anybody in this league, the most targeted receiver in the game. At, at, the, at the rate he's going, he'll have 132 catches. What's, what's the record? I think it's 141 oh, by, by, by Marvin him. Harrison. I think it's a 141. He have 132 catches <coughs> at this rate that he's going right now. He's been targeted too much, and maybe that's why they two and two. Now they go and beat the Chicago Bears at home. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did tell us, fans and fanatics and idiots, he did tell us, calm down, it's gonna be okay, calm down. Yeah, because I was worried. I was the first, I ain't gonna lie. I was the first one worried because I'm I'm not used to seeing Aaron Rodgers throwing for 167, throwing the ball under 230 yards is very yeah. surprising. He's done it twice already, so I was worried. But they go into Chicago. They go into Chicago now. Now Jay Cutler, who I'm I'm done. I'm, I might be done with Jay Cutler. Like I, I'm not so. Well, I'm kind of done with uh, Jameis Winston. Kind of. I might give <laughs> Jay Jameis Winston a, another chance because he haven't got to that. Supreme level yet mm-hmm. Jay Cutler has He's making too many mistakes This At this point in his career He's lost to The Chicago He's he's either lost to the Chicago I mean um, The uh, Green Bay Packers Or Aaron Rodgers ten, 10 out of the last 11 times That is not good <laughs> Wow That's not That's like a college rival That's like yeah, Green Bay, who, Chicago, who was, that's a big time. Yeah, that's right. like you guys losing to Indiana State, losing to Indiana that many times. It's like that yeah. type of in-state rivalry. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or Kansas. No, it can't be Kansas because we good. Um, I don't know. Indiana State and the University of Indiana. That type of rivalry, like, man, we just we got a team. We just make the mistakes at the wrong time. Right. Ten out of the last 11 times. And then you got to find a way to beat your rival. You have to you you supposed to be the supreme quarterback, and I knew the, the Chicago Bears made the right decision when they re-signed him his deal, and they let uh, the quarterback go to Tampa Bay. That that was the right decision. But although he was balling uh, in the absence of Jay Cutler, that probably was the right decision. Mm-hmm. But Jay Cutler can't find a way to beat your rival. You can't find a way to beat Aaron Rodgers, who's playing bad right now. He's not playing well at all. Anyway, I'll go down the list. <laughs> You can't target Jordan Nelson that many times. I guess you can if you don't want to be – you want to be a 500 team. Because last year there was a 500 team, right? They had to play in that last game yeah. to – what are they, 7-9 or 8-8? Eight eight? They finished 7-9. Oh, so wow. they were – yeah. Because San Fran had to go to them, who was 12-4, and four, or 12-4, th- and four, had to go to them for the – because they had – Seattle had home field advantage, so San Fran was the second-place team in, in, a, in, a division, in the division of the NFC West. And that weak conference on the NFC North 
which Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers won. The 49ers had to go there, and they had a chance to even make it to the man semifinals of a, the playoffs. And who knows what happens when you get that far. Mm-hmm. But they, <laughs> they're playing 500 right now. They're a two-and-two two team. Okay, I was on my fantasy, and then I went on my rant. Because you, yeah. you're talking to that's why That's why Randall Cobb is able to get off the way he is or when he does because if you, everybody knows he's going to throw to Jordan Nelson, but why are you doing that? You don't even throw to the tight end. Tight end might have caught two passes the entire year for the Green Bay <laughs> Packers. No lie. This is the fourth game, two passes the entire year for the Green Bay Packers. So the Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers end up winning. I think it was a 38-17 score. Yeah. Okay. They okay. They won again. So we don't have to talk about them unless you got something to say about them. Uh, just the same thing. Uh, I'm tired of Jay Cutler. Uh, I don't believe in him. I think it was a mistake by letting go McCown to Tampa Bay um, because I mean Jay Cutler. He just doesn't. He just doesn't win. I don't understand. You have a great offense in Chicago. You got one of the two, probably the best combination of receivers. Three. Yeah. Three the receivers over there. And, yeah, and the slot receiver San Antonio Holmes and Matt Forte. How do you not dominate? How do you not dominate on the offensive end? How do you only put up 17 points? I should say um, against a Green Bay defense that's not your typical Green Bay standout defense. Um, they got a lot of new players. You you should be able to attack them um, all game. But I'm I never been sold on um, Jay Cutler, and I probably will never. I, like I said, like I said last week, I I just don't think that guy really cares about. It, it the looks game like of that, football. don't it? It looks like and that. at the quarterback position, that's. That's pretty bad because Jay Cutler, he, like, he, you know, he had that whole thing about him in the playoff game. He could have came back because of that leg injury, but he just said, no, nah, I'm just going to kick it here on the sideline. You know, it's the playoffs. Who cares? It's always next season. No quarterback does <laughs> but that. But didn't show his um, – do you do you and have like to he show tore his ACL like RG3. Like, he's a knucklehead for going back. But right, right. This guy, he had an injured little cow, or calf issue, and he just said, But he, no, that's I'm what done. he said about that calf injury. He said, I can hand the ball off. And I understand if that's all you can do, your team becomes one-dimensional, your offense becomes one-dimensional. He said once he plant, he felt pain. You're you going to feel pain. You felt pain after the second day <laughs> of the beginning of the training camp. Right. You were never 100% again. You telling me a guy with that strong of arm? I think he might have the strongest arm in the game, Jay Cutler. So your calf being hurt, and you, you might have an average arm now. The average arms are playing. There's some quarterbacks right now with average arms are winning football games. Right. And in that situation, Jay Cutler was in, as you was mentioning. You got to go back out there and play. I don't know if a football player has to show toughness, but it's that physical of the sport. You got to go out there and play. I don't, I'm not looking for your physical toughness. I'm, listen, I'm looking for more of your mental toughness. And then we see a lot of these guys losing their mind with the off-the-field stuff. Mm-hmm. I want some mental toughness out of these guys. And Jay Cutler, as you was commenting on, just didn't. He, does, he just doesn't have that it. That look. In, yeah, he just doesn't have that see, look. See, when you, when you, when that you that pay a guy factor. like that, did I say that? When you pay a guy like that, <laughs> <laughs> with a TH to it, when you pay guys like that, and as a fan, Mm-hmm. And I want to get into the fan situation, the Geno Smith fan. But when you pay a guy like Jay Cullen as a fan, he got that dumb look on his face. He like he don't care. I should say, look, it's like why? Why are you guys? How you guys pay him? And I don't even like get into guys' salaries or their monies or what they get because I know what the NFL makes. So I'm like, get it, get it, Jay Cutler, mm-hmm. get it all. If they want to give you another dime, get it. But you got to win football games. 
you had no you had one of the best defenses in the league and you couldn't win. Now you have no defense and that high power offense with the three dynamic receivers in my opinion, um, in Chicago Bears and you're not winning. Exactly. You too you too average. That shouldn't be an average team. No. He's not he's not an average quarterback. He just I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he's hiding. Uh, like to me, he's on that uh, he's on that next level of echelon quarterbacks in the NFL. Some people are scared of success. That may be it because he's been in the league for some time now. He's had Brandon Marshall at his side for probably pretty much his whole career, and starting in Denver and now in Chicago. So Geno Smith, <laughs> he he he's apologizing for Geno. For saying F you to a fan Now Okay you, You're the face of the, You're one of the faces Of the New York Jets If they have a face If if Rex Ryan's not the face You got a star, superstar And um, you got a star And Michael Vick over there Now if the fans are saying We want Vick We want Vick you got, That have to roll off your shoulder But if they're saying something Personal to you Right I can't forget that I'm a human That he's a human I can't forget that he has Feelings and emotions And all that stuff uh, even in a football game Now I apologize Because it seemed like The right thing to do But I don't think He should apologize I wouldn't apologize I don't know If I would apologize To a fan Fans <laughs> are always tough Because they know that They're not Before it goes down Somebody's going to grab him And they, they want to seem tough Maybe he had his girlfriend there, his wife there Like the same fan We had at Oklahoma State Against uh, Marcus Smart Right Everybody's tough Until that 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 conflict, that controversy, that thing that you want is in your face right now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk uh, some more Geno Smith when we come back because I want to get your opinion on that. But I I, I know I don't think <laughs> I would I don't think I would have apologized. You got a cold man? Yeah. Eight 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 three four six nine one four. We'll take a quick break. We're gonna come back. If you want to be a part of that show, that's the number to call in. We'll be right back. I'm beginning to sit. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. (laughs) 
888-346-9144. Who is this, Jim? That's that little cool Jim. What you mean? That's Rock the Bells. That's my man. See, I know that LL. You know, I grew up with that LL. Okay, that was when I was. Yeah, that one. You didn't grow up coming out the diapers, like hey, like I was. You sure not was? Yeah, I was straight out the diapers. No, no, LL was before that too. But picking up the pull ups, I was probably letting them go by then too. You not with the I need love LL or round. I need a runaway girl. I was. Did you know that I need a runaway girl song? I know I need love. Welcome I know Rock the Bells. I know radio. Oh my goodness gracious! You talk about I music just never like downloaded the app. I do know the music. I know the music. I know where he was coming from. I don't need nothing app, else. You can download the uh, <laughs> Voice American app. You can download the uh, the uh, app to listen to the show. I always think. I always say, you know, you got Sirius satellite in in all the cars. Yeah. I'm, Voice American. I mean, you they have an app. You could download it on onto your phone and all that. But I need to get some type of how you do it in the car, and and if I don't know about it, somebody need to tell me about it. But it can be you should be listening to us in the car, yeah, without draining your phone battery and all that stuff. But I guess everybody has phone chargers too. So, all right, I was going on the rant again about Jordan Nelson being the most target. Also, Jay Cutler, and I'm just done mm-hmm. with him. Who's next, Gino? And I'm yeah, Gino. Gino, Gino was know. next, but I got a couple more. Gino, we might have a rant of the week. <laughs> maybe that's maybe I don't know. We do it on Monday, or we do it on a Friday. Who's to say? But we may have one. He cusses out a fan as he lost. They lose the game. He walks off the field. Mm-hmm. Some fan, I guess they was maybe they, I don't know. Maybe they was chanting, "We want Vic. We want Vic." I still think Gino is, is on a learning curve. He's still he's still in his learning pro- progress pro- uh, process. And I think that you have to be able to let something like that, if that was the comment made, if that was if that was the chant they were chanting, that shouldn't bother you. I don't think it was that. It was probably deeper than that. He probably has heard to be. something that. But he's going to get fined for saying F you. That's the greatest word. That's, out of, that's turned into one of the greatest words ever. <laughs> like Phrase. Yeah, Two phrase. Words. Phrase, yeah. That's turned into one of the greatest ever. If you... I mean, if you one of those guys that speak back, that you could use that, and you're like, what you say it is, it's just like shake it off. It's done. I don't care. If you say that, nobody cares after that. Like, if I tell somebody f you, mm-hmm. after that, you just start on my DNA now. You out. You gone. <laughs> so he shouldn't. Have, that guy's that fan should have been a factor, but he's gonna apologize because I think this looked like the right thing to do, or seemed like the right thing he should have done. Now he has the. Um, now I think he's about to get fined for this. What about that fan getting kicked out of that stadium or suspended from coming to a game for two games? They would never find that fan. They find him. They got him on video. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't seen the video. I don't know if the guy was in the front, in the middle of a crowd, because it's very difficult to see. But I can pin out pinpoint voices out. It's like you got a, a little. You got a kid. You're in the crowd. You can find yeah. your kid. I mean, I I totally agree with you because I, I think if the fans have the freedom, say so, to hackle the players, then the players have a right to hackle back or just a quick moment. I mean, it's not it's not good, not it's not professional, but you know, he just made a quick statement, <laughs> made it quick and obvious, two words, 
F you. I'm about to move on with my, with my business down here. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, I got a game to think about. I'm not worried about you. So F you, whatever more you have to say. Uh, if the guys make a derogatory comments, like you never know what you're gonna like. You're you're a high emotional football player. There's a lot going on during the game. It was a close game with Detroit, so you're not trying to hear. You know, I mean, people saying we want Vic, we want Vic. That's fine. I mean, he probably heard that several times thus far, and I don't think that really has gotten to Geno. Like that doesn't get to Geno. And it shouldn't, because it, it shouldn't. He's, he's he's a professional, you know. Gino knows how to handle himself. I mean, I know he. But I don't. I don't like to talk. I, I guess if you can find Johnny Manziel for putting up his middle finger, right? You you can find Gino. Now for that him. was towards the the team. team. Yeah, of course. Now that's unprofessional. Wait a minute. I don't know about that. Y'all both at the same profession. I don't get as players. How go play? You can't put up. You can't throw up the middle finger to to my teammates. To the other I mean, team. to not to my teammate, but to the opponent. Yeah, yes, I can. I mean that's that's easy. That's like throwing a punch. No, no, that's like I'm gonna throw <laughs> I'm gonna throw my middle finger up. That's like throwing a punch. That's like throwing the slap. That's no. That's like that's what's to come next. Somebody put their middle finger up at you. That's what's to come next. Cause they saying the phrase that I like. Somebody put your middle finger up what at that you. Mean to you. That means that's F- a step you. down from somebody spitting on you. Whether it's your shoe, your shirt, <laughs> he might as well just turn to the sideline and just spit and just at one direction and just. Hocked the big old loogie over there. He that's basically what the middle finger in that situation. J- Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Johnny Manziel situation. Now maybe because Johnny how he came into the league or everything he did in college. You got a you got a uh, you stereotype. You got an image of him now. If anybody did it, if Peyton Manning did it right now, he'll get fined. Yeah, because Peyton Manning's not loving that. Some average Joe did that, and by average Joe, I'm talking about one of those guys okay. on running down on special teams that you don't know. <laughs> Okay, and and I, I say average because most people don't know those special teams guy who's an mm-hmm. intricate part of winning football games. Now one of those guys did it. It, it, it won't be a big story. We we might have talked about it for an hour, and it would have been done. As far as this show is concerned, or we brought it back into some reference right. because we're talking about Gino and Johnny Manziel. I don't. I don't. My opponent. I, I never would do that. I've never done that. I don't see a problem with it. Well, yeah. I told my opponents F you mm-hmm. Yeah I, I, Yeah Several times You hear that yeah. <laughs> That's probably the most Talked about word During the game yeah, On I'm the like, field yeah. Of course But to do a derogatory <laughs> Put your finger up in the air You know well, that's, Yeah well, he's, he's, That's showing not only To the ignorance. person You're talking to Yeah It's everyone can see it His immaturity Right So I don't so I don't Fan When you get when you Geno Smith and you're about to get fined, possibly fined for saying F you, come on, man. I'm still, as I say, I'm just thinking about, it's, that's nonsense. So when that's possibly about to happen to you, then that fan, am I supposed to block the fans out? I know as I'm saying this, my answer is yes, because I never hurt the fans. And everybody don't have the same mental across the board. Everybody, everyone's mental is dumb. Some people need to hear the fans. Right. Some people want to hear it. But... If I'm supposed to block that out and not resp- and or hear it and resp- not respond to it, it's an emotional game. You was mentioning it was immediately after game. Emotions are still high. That's why reporters can't come into the locker room for 20 minutes after a football game because we gonna say something stupid. Right. We gonna say something real emotional, and then you know out of emotional you you get, you gonna take that and run with it. And a lot of these reporters say, "Oh, I didn't turn it in that way." My editor did that. Mm-hmm. 
but I think at the emotionals of a football game, you gotta understand that. If you get if you get five more than five thousand dollars, I'm gonna have a problem with it. I don't know what oh, me yeah. having a problem yeah. with it is gonna do, but it just it just solidify even more what I think about the NFL and their punishments. So you think, um, you know, with your experience in the NFL, do you think? Because I got my opinion about it as well. Do you think the crowd? It's a big factor during the game because you know you know what you hear as a co- as from coaches. Nope. Block out the crowd. Mm-hmm. Block out uh, the other players or whatever they do. You focus on yourself. You know other players they're gonna taunt you. They're gonna talk trash throughout the game. Fans do it even worse, even more. And then you know you hear the crowd chanting and the volume of the crowd gets really loud. A certain situation, third downs, and you know they always say don't let the crowd get to you. Do you? <laughs> Really, uh, do you really buy that, or do you think the crowd is really a big part of the game? I say no, and then I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the fence. I'm, I'm, I'm on about. Go ahead, I'm, let me I'm, hear I'm, this. I'm about. My no because me, yeah. me. I tell you why I say yes, but I first no mm-hmm. because I, I don't. If me and you about to play, I don't mm-hmm. care who's watching. I'm about to me and you about the battle. It's great to have support if you that guy. My problem is with you, so I need to take care of you. I can't worry about anything outside of that. So when I'm, if I played against an opponent, if we played in an empty football field, yeah. that would be fine with me. Of course, that would be perfectly fine with me. But we gotta, we gotta praise the fans and uh, cater to the fans because it looks good on TV. The fans, fans money don't pay those players. Mm-hmm. It looks good on TV, so you get more TV games. It's like college. Some teams go to bowl games, Notre Dame, go to bowl games when they're 6-6 six and six <laughs> because their fans travel and it looks good on TV. Right. Now, here's why I say yes. It's because if you go up to Seattle and you try to play in that noise, exactly. you're going to lose about 50 yards easily trying to play in that noise or have one or two major mistakes trying to play in that noise. So the fans... And by fans, I'm talking about some intelligent fans, smart fans, two different, um, control fans. <laughs> I'm talking about some fans that know how to cheer, when to cheer, and what to cheer about. That's what I'm talking about. That's when yeah. it matters. So I say yes today, but I say no as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm, although I have some here in Arizona, I have people that still, you know, they see me and they and they talk and we. Because they was a fan when I played, mm-hmm. it was never a, a bad thing to neglect to the fan that I don't need y'all to be here. There were some loyal twenty to twenty five thousand Sun Devil fans in that Sun Devil Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, the, with the emergence of the Cardinals' success and people they get in here, getting 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 in here to the stadium down in Phoenix, University of Phoenix, out in Glendale, it, it's packed. With fans, right. it's packed with Cardinals fans. Right, we didn't have those fans. We didn't have those fans when I played. I mean, we had about a loyal twenty thousand, <laughs> no lie. And then now if it's if, like if, times if, three, then it's like times three, times three times four, easily, yeah. easily. So, so if if um, when I was in Sun Devil, and those fans, I can hear those fans. You know, when the play is over, but I never hear them while anything was going on. Right, I had a. Uh, when when Dallas come to town, I want to, I wonder where all these people were when we were trying to win games, and you a Cardinals fan. But when Dallas come to town, you a Cardinals fan, and you fr- and you a Dallas fan, and you live here. Mm-hmm. So to, fans, to, to go on that long uh, soliloquy about does it matter? I say no, then I say yes. 
<laughs> I can't take but it. But I just I justified it <laughs> That's though. That's great. Yeah, you broke it down. I, I justified you did break it down. To no, to me, to, for me personally, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Perfect. Well, as a player, yeah, it shouldn't matter and it doesn't matter. But I think it does matter. I think the fans do have a big, big issue upon the game. I mean, like, you know, coaches always say, we can play in front of 100 people, we can play in front of 1 million people. Right. It shouldn't matter. It does matter. But that's a coach. You know what I, that, it does. But that's a coach trying to get you motivated to concentrate on your job. Because right. some people, man, this is what makes me laugh doing games or watching it even when I play. Some people, they like that fan participation. They they make a play. They go to the fans. They go crazy. At the same time, with those uh, exciting emotion, emotions they have and happy emotions, they also may say, F you to a fan. Mm-hmm. You can't take one emotion away without taking all of them away. Roger Goodell or <laughs> Rules Committee or what would it be, Integrity Committee? I don't know what they, mm-hmm. what they are over there. But I, I wouldn't, because he's a quarterback, and because Johnny Manziel was, is who he was in college, is who he is now, because they're, they're got those guys, they, they got more cameras on them. Right. They got more cameras on them, and you're going to see that. Geno Smith's not worrying about a camera on him. He, he's more concerned with his team winning, so he's emotional. Right. First time, this is his second year in the league. Mm-hmm. He's, he's still learning. Now, what, what time frame do I give him next year? He shouldn't be making those mistakes. He won't even make it this year. No. Can't make the same mistake over and over. No, you can't. So as I went on to my uh, little rant and we got into <laughs> all that, because I did want to talk about Geno because it left from Jay Cutler, uh, his look and not not a commanding leadership look or feel from his team. And, and the mistakes he he threw three interceptions, one got called back. So he threw two. Let me just say he threw two interceptions. was almost three. Should have been three, got overturned, but he making mistakes at the wrong time, in a game at the wrong time in his career. Now in the rest of my fantasy, because I stopped. <laughs> T. Y. Hilton gave me eleven points. Oh yeah, he balled out last yesterday. And, and everybody else, I got bench. This is why I'm a great GM. How this are you is, a great GM? I'm gonna tell you why. Because he was on my bench: Cam Newton, Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles by default. He, he was he's to, hurt. He's yeah, high he angry. But I, uh Jonathan Grimes, he didn't get anything. Uh Robert Turman, they had a bye week. Donnie Aaron, who plays tonight, Monday night, Kansas City Chiefs and New England Patriots, tonight at eight thirty. Were you watching the game? Uh and Cal Cal Rudolph, who's inactive because of a hip. I don't know. I'm 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 trying to get out to that place, Armadillos. I want, I ain't seen the sixty inch yet. They in they had the bar though. You not you they had the bar. I mean, you can sit in it. They got them because at Armadillo's Grill, where they got, I like the food. Like they have great food to my liking. Um, but they got those TVs around the bar because when you sit anywhere, you can see them from a distance, mm-hmm. the HD part of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's good. I mean, I can get a bunch of guys and we can go sit there, have a little section blocked off for us if, mm-hmm. if that's what y'all want to do. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, if we go somewhere local, I, it doesn't matter. I just heard you just been throwing on Bradillo's Grill, man. They show a lot of love. They do, man. They get, <laughs> I, had a, I had a bunch of $50 uh, gift cards and all that stuff. I, uh-huh. I think I gave them away. <laughs> I, don't like to, I don't like to go anywhere and pay. Let me say that. I don't like to go anywhere and pay. Yeah. Um, even better news. Let, let's let's real quick. We got three minutes, two and a half minutes before we go to break. So I want to talk about this. Let me go to. Um, hold on a second. 
we're going to college okay. and, and this is some great news uh, to me going back to school Let's going go. back to school <laughs> <laughs> going back to school oh this is the great news right here and I just thought before I was coming up the University of Kansas has fired Charlie Weiss. <laughs> I did read about that this Ooh. weekend. I was going to ask you about that. I was going to text you right on the spot, but I was like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to let him, let him sober a little bit because I know he's sad that, the, that Charlie Weiss is left. I was sad that they picked him. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to figure out, and, and, and I read a lot of all the publications and stuff like that. Let me tell you who's the head coach now. My backup safety. Shut up. And college. You was talking about that guy, too. That's funny. is the head coach. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I told you he may get the job, but he's an intern coach. And here's here's the problem what I have with the intern. Nothing against him and what it's called. More so on this level. All the search engines and media and in the sports world about this situation, this topic, they're talking about who they can come and get, who they can bring in to coach the team, I'm like, why not leave Clint Bourne there? Clint mm-hmm. Bourne is—he's a hometown guy. He will be able to uh, once he hired me. He will be able to get some recruit. Cause everybody, I got a bunch of texts. You say you was about to text me. I got a bunch of texts saying, "Are you gonna go over there and coach now?" And cause Clint told me mm-hmm. five years ago, five maybe six years ago, he said, uh, "If I get the job, I want you to be my defensive back coach." And that's like, let's do lunch, but not really. Right. That, to me, that's what that sounds like to me. Um, <laughs> and I, and I, sh- I could call him on his words, but I, I don't want to coach. I don't want to do that. I want, you know what I want to do? Because I like, love Kansas so much. What's that? Is be a scout so I can go get you some players from where I'm from. Don't send me to. That's what coaches are in college, though. You have to. Yeah. I know. I could, they, you're right. You're 100% yeah, right. You know they, 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 have, they never have you time be off. You the scout and the coach and the. Film I don't want to guru. do that. I'm not doing. A, I'm not do, breaking down. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I, you have somebody. Well, that's Big Twelve football. That's different from what I'm. A it part is, of, but so. you got. But you you got the nail. You hit the nail on the head. You those graduates, those GAs. Mm-hmm. Let them break down film. Mm-hmm. Let them break down the tendencies. Bring it to me, and I can watch the game. I don't watch the game anyway. Mm-hmm. I can fi- figure that out. We're gonna come back. We talk a little bit more on this. We get back in football, but I want to mention too. Also, last. Baseball game, regular season baseball game, Zimmerman throws a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. Kwame of Sports Talk, Zimmerman Lachey. We take a quick break. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. 
Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Stacy DeBerry are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. And welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. This is the last segment of the show. We left off talking about the University of Kansas. Now, Charlie White's had a five-year deal. How in the world, in the world, in the history of ever in the world, that he get a five-year deal at the University of Kansas. That, that means they were searching for somebody who had a name. And when I said he got fired, then all the search engines and the media and on the sports world in this, on this topic started saying who could coach this team next. When Clint Bowen's been there since Mangino was there when they was winning, he, he took a stint, went somewhere else because Charlie Weiss came in mm-hmm. and had his own staff. A bunch of old men. Trying to coach some 17, 18, 19, sometimes 22, 1, 22 year old kids. Man, you can't come in my living room talking to me about where you want my kid to go. I'm like, get away from here. How long are you going to be here? How long are you going to be alive? Get out of, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Kansas lost to Texas 23 0 at home. They, they couldn't even kick a field goal. You weren't close to kick a field goal. 23 mm-hmm. 0 last Saturday. So now KU is 2 and 2. And Texas is not playing well. So this is when no, you got to take advantage exactly, of Exactly, yeah. You got to take advantage of these opportunities. That, that might build some confidence. What are you doing during the week? Or maybe you don't have the talent. That's why I said scouting. I would rather scout. But on the coaching level, in the college level, coaches are the scouts. They are the scouts. So um, on the season, we're 2 and 2 now. On the season, and 6 and 22. Since, since Charlie White's been there, wow, six and twenty-two, he is uh, as I'm uh, under Charlie Weiss, He only beat one Big Twelve team in the time he's been there, and that was West Virginia last year, thirty-one nineteen. I think that was in West Virginia, so I don't know how long that that gave him. He won in eighteen in Big Twelve play, and that win was against West Virginia. Yeah, well, he didn't have much success anyway at uh, Notre Dame. At nowhere, which that was, you know, that, at that, that's what kind of confused me was he, you know, he had this office coordinator job with the uh, with the Patriots, won a Super Bowl, <coughs> and then gets sick. offered, you know, then it gets offered a big one of the biggest positions in college football, being the head coach of Notre at Dame Notre football. Dame. Knowing this guy has no college football coaching experience, maybe he had older experience before he got to the Patriots, but. Going to a Notre Dame, being a head coach, and then being unsuccessful, not bringing in recruits the way that Notre Dame was used to, he got out of there quick. So to hire him at a Kansas uh, where they, you know, they've been struggling. They actually had a good, 
They had a good run. Athletically, football-wise, Kansas, not Notre Dame. And I don't try right. to figure out, he couldn't get it done at Notre Dame. What you makes you think he'll right, get it done exactly. over here? Exactly. That's exactly what I was getting to. Like, what make you think he's going to turn KU around right. that quick? Athletic director uh, Shea Han Zinger addresses the school decision. Man, what are you over there doing? Uh, <laughs> in a statement, I appreciate what Coach Weiss did with several facets of our football program. I, I don't know which one is, those are, but I keep reading. This is what uh, he said. But we have not made the on-field progress we believe we should. I believe new leadership gives our coaches and players the best chance to make a fresh start. Should have did this two months ago. Yeah. Two months ago. <laughs> and we were, just, we were talking uh, about Charlie Weiss and his prior two jobs. Um, after raising prominence as an offensive coordinator with the New York Jets, New England Patriots, he was named Notre Dame's 28th head coach on December 12, 2004. He went 19-6 and six in his first two years there, including playing in the Fiesta Bowl, Sugar Bowl, before posting a 3-9 record in 0-7. He was fired in 9 after 6-6 six six campaign, pushed his career mark with the Fighting Irish to 35-27. and 27. He's not a good coach. No. He's not a good coach. And he, and he gets opportunities because before he left Notre Dame, before he got to Notre Dame, he was in Kansas City, right? He was with mm -hmm. the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And he quit that job. Like, quit. He quit that job. Went to Notre Dame. The only success he really, and, and people don't like him. I, I know some professional, uh, like Bill Lewis, told me, Charlie Weiss is not that guy. He's, they tell Charlie Weiss, get out my face. He tried to argue with you like he knows, like he played. Now, I'll say it again, and probably as long as I talk about this situation, there are some guys that never have played the game. They are great at football because mm -hmm. they listen to what the player says coming off the field. Because you can, for for example, you, Demery, you know the game. Let's say you never play in the NFL, but you can watch film. You can study film. But when you come off the field, you're, you're going to ask your receivers, what did you see? What are they doing? And it's going to correlate to what you saw on film a whole lot, and you'll be able to fix it. Mm -hmm. Charlie Weiss is not that guy. He's not that guy. So I don't know how he's able to get who, what naked pictures he have with these people where he's able to get job after <laughs> job. I guarantee you he have a job if he wants to. Well, Kansas, silly enough, have to pay him for the next two years, two and a half years. Yeah. Dang. He got all that great KU gear. That's nothing better than that J-Hulk gear. Man, there's plenty of stuff. No, no it's not. That bright blue, that's... What bright blue? For KU, that that blue and that red. Obviously, you've never seen it. No, I see. He got this big office too. He had an office that's off the chain. Really? I'm, going, I'm going to Kansas on October 10th. I think what's October 10th? I'm going. To they spoiled him. Man, he got a huge office. He deserve. You the head coach anywhere? Get you should have an office where, because you're gonna sleep in that office. You are gonna live right. in that office. Right. Me, as a head coach at the University of Kansas, I'm not. Mm, Y'all got to go home. Everybody has to go home. We're going to practice smart, fast, and we're going to get out of there. We're going home. We're going to be fresh the next day to do it all <laughs> over again. I don't want nobody with having heart attacks or stress or strokes or nothing like that. We're going to win football games, mm -hmm. and we're going to do it on defense. But uh, I'm not – a lot of coaches who defensive minded, they neglect the offense. They neglect – Charlie Weiss had an old coaching style. I wish I could pull that up, though. But he had an old coaching style. Anyway, congratulations to Clint Bowen on hopefully 
that's some successful successful start for him. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a uh, a no hitter on the last game of regular season? You talk about the uh, you talk about Zimmerman uh, for the uh, Washington Nationals has a no hitter last night. It was awesome to watch, right. although I didn't watch the, all the innings. But to see some of it, and I'm like, oh, this guy pitching. Somebody's going to hit him, so I'm flipping through the channels. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was great about the no-hitter was the end of it, where the guy made that great catch in outfield. Great catch. He made yeah. it to save that. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was a good catch. So now you got to get ready for I think there's wild cards coming up right now. Got to get ready for these games in baseball. The month of October when it's all going down. This was, uh, of course. This is Reggie Jackson month coming up. Yeah. Well, and, and it's here's what I like. <laughs> here's what I like about baseball. Uh, the month of October in Arizona. It's getting cold. It's cooling off. Oh, yeah. Now, since we're talking baseball in Arizona, the Diamondbacks has fired uh, Gibby, Kirk Gibson. Mm-hmm. Um, they've the general manager, um, I mean the manager, and they fired they fired their general manager. The guy is coming in is let me get his name, um, Hall of Fame guy, I believe. So I can't, I can't think of his name. This one is Spivey should have called in for that little bit segment. What is his name? Hmm. Derek Jeter's getting out of here. That's sad to see. Not, not really. He was a Yankee I'm a fan. Huge, I'm a huge Yankee fan. That's my squad. That's what I say. You Yankee fan. Okay. Well, I guess but that's at the same time, see, that's, how, that's how you, that's how you watch sports. Though. You watch sports with your heart. I watch baseball with my heart, yeah. Yeah, but you, you I keep a lookout for the Yankees. And, I, you know, I, there's some other teams. There's some guys that stand out to me. I like watching uh, Mike Trout and the Angels. I like watching uh, Robinson Cano. Uh, my, who, my man's who, Clayton Carshaw out there. Cano, who shouldn't, they shouldn't be. He yeah. should still be in New York right now. Exactly. But I still keep Keep tactic of him. I like I like the way he played like the way he plays the game in baseball. He's a good hitter, great fielder. But yes, I like Clayton Kershaw. He gonna win the MVP. He should. Man, man, that man. The next, he's the modern day Sandy Koufax, Greg Maddox. Clayton Kershaw is he's top notch. Man, he wins and he knows how to win. He doesn't throw ninety eight, ninety nine like he used to, but he still. And he's still young. He's but like he, 25. Yeah, but he has control of his ball. And he has he, control, exactly. He he placed the ball in position where you're not going to get a, a lot of – his worst game was maybe a home run and two hits. That's his worst game. Yeah. And that's one run scored. Exactly. And I just like the way he places the ball. Um, he gets guys chasing a lot, especially when he gets up in the count at 1-2 or maybe even the 2-2 count. I mean, he, he the way he places that ball on that next pitch to get the guys chasing for that third strikeout, it's amazing. Um, I haven't seen guys do it since Greg Maddox. And I was a huge Atlanta Braves fan growing up, uh, watching Greg Maddox, Tom a, a lot of people in my that. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. in my neighborhood was, too. I'm like, Atlanta yeah. Braves? Yeah, they were. But the Braves yeah. were good, and that's how. They were great, yeah. Because they were fans of it, and I would watch it. But I was a Mets fan. Mm-hmm. I was a New York Mets. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> 1986? No don't, don't let me go to 1986. That's that one year that every. Yeah, one year to the franchise. I'll take one year out of no years ever, and and ride it out. Well, I'm a Yankee fan, so we have several. <laughs> but it's sad to see the captain go, man. It's weird, you, you know. You, I know that you're a Yankee fan, but don't you think? Now, 
Well, time, I feel like times is changing with me right now, especially yeah, with they, they not seeing Derek Jeter. Uh, well, yeah, last two years. And they won't be for another two years, neither. No, no, say that. They, they, they were close this year. They were three games away. Okay, they're gonna be three games. They were three away games out. Year. No, no way. And I say, and I say that because the Yankees was a team always buying their championships, and I'll have I have no problem with that. You go get the best players. I have no problem with that hey. at all. Hey, if you're winning, it works. Stick to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you live through free agency, then keep free aging it. Keep doing it. Keep going. Well, how are you bringing a guy who's not better than Robinson Cano and you pay him all that money, you let Robinson Cano go? How you do that? That's what I didn't understand. They didn't pay him Robinson Cano money, the second baseman that they brought in. You you bring him, okay. They, he didn't get that money. He got a lot of money. But even mm-hmm. more so, he came from the Red Sox. He came from Boston, man. You just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do that. No, nah, um, the Yankees do it. I remember hmm. when they br- I remember when they brought in Johnny Damon <laughs> off the off Johnny the Damon was a love. He was <laughs> he was a fan favorite. Yeah, how you you in a Boston hating mm-hmm. the Yankees and now you in the Yankees and everybody hating you that was in Boston. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did it. Matt Williams, his first year for the National Washington Nationals. You know, remember I don't know if you remember Matt Williams. Uh, he was here at Diamondbacks. Got the job. I think it's his first year. Mm-hmm. This guy is in the playoffs with that great pitching. Uh, they do have a good pitching staff over there. But uh, Jordan Zimmerman last night, a no-hitter. I don't know if there's ever been a no-hitter on the last game or the last game across the board in regular season. But that's something you can uh, take away with that. Yeah, always. Very something you can build up on going to the next, going to training seat, training and the next season, especially because uh, their top-notch pitcher Steven Strasburg, he was in and out of the season. He didn't have the season that he did about a couple of years ago when he finally when he first came in, and yeah. then they babied him. Um, yeah, when they babied later. him in their playoff system because he had yeah, that Tommy man. John surgery Come coming on. in, and Be they wanted real. to babysit his games and usage, and they reached the playoffs without playing him. I didn't understand that, but but they lost the first round though. Yeah. They were out of there because of pitching. Exactly, and Zimmerman. Exactly. Zimmerman was young at the time, and he, Zimmerman let yesterday. He's getting he better and better. Struck out ten and walked one. Had a great year. Mm-hmm. Had a great year or oh, a great game. I'm trying to still. Um, is it Winfield? No, it's not Winfield. Hopefully they stay healthy. Um, same thing with the D-backs. D-backs had tons of injuries, man. When it rains, it pours. I mean, Mark Trumbo was in and out. Um, it just had tons of injuries, especially in the pitching department. They weren't consistent enough at the batting. I think because the roster was getting changed about every five days, that's pretty hard to deal with in baseball. Well, the Diamondbacks were 500 last year, and they just didn't even make any noise this year at all. And they right. had some in early injuries in their pitching staff. So even so, even though I thought uh, Kirk Gibson was a pretty good manager, you, you still the results are not. What you want them? There's no, imp- there was no improvement to the team, none whatsoever. So they had to fire him. Right. But they brought Tony Larusso in to oversee all that, and he just cleaned house. He cleaned house, mm-hmm. and it was, and it was a wrap. So we'll we'll see how these guys, how they look next year. So who? Well, I'm, I'm trying to find out who they just guess got before we get out of here. Who, what was your biggest surprise Sunday football? S- Pittsburgh still is choking. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, no offense. If I told you the Philadelphia Eagles will get a punt return, <laughs> a, pl- a blunt yeah. park, 
a, a block punt for, a, for touchdown. a touchdown and an interception for a touchdown. With that offense, would they lose a the game? I bet. I would. I would probably bet everything. And they could. I could say they played against the Denver Broncos. Yeah. But that game was against the San Francisco 49ers. So that was a disappointment and see them. Cardinals are uh, still undefeated. Yeah. They got Denver coming up. We got the Monday night Kansas City New England. Ooh. What about yours, real quick? Uh, how about them Cowboys, man? I'm gonna put it <sighs> simple as that. Yeah. 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 Don't, they look they like finally them. running the freaking ball. They look like that's, <laughs> they, that's the only way they're gonna win. They finally running the ball. They're taking the ball out of Tony Romo's hands. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more about what the, the uh game tonight, Monday night. Kwame Lash Sports Talk, Demi Lachey. We'll talk with you guys tomorrow. Same time. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>